Welcome to Humanity Works podcast series. I'm Kate Rescue Zoomer, founder and chief inspiration officer. At Humanity Works, we know that working together is messy and that most people don't know how to navigate this well. Our podcast series provides practical tips to help you navigate relationships at home and at work. We will offer up straightforward practical tips that shift behavior to be a good human and do better work. This week, Debbie and I have written about exposing the toxic behavior of bullying. This is the last in a three-part mini-series on difficult people. The first two articles in this series examined how to respond to incivility in your workplace so you can still thrive, and we offered insights and options for how to respond when you are the target of discrimination through the subtle acts of micro-inequities. These articles put civility to work, and small actions can create unintended impacts can be found on our website, humanityworks.com. Today, we end with bullying. Exposing the toxic behavior of bullying takes on the tough topic of bullying and concludes our three-part mini-series devoted to the challenge of working with difficult people. This series calls out the toxicity present inside too many workplaces, shines a light on how these behaviors erode culture and productivity, and offers some practical first steps that you can start to act on. Baron Christopher Hansen, in his article, Diagnose and Eliminate Workplace Bullying, defines bullying as individuals or groups who use aggressive or unreasonable tactics against co-workers or subordinates persistently. This behavior is overt, it's aggressive, and it's hard to escape. Bullying repertoires typically include victim intimidation, degradation, and humiliation. It includes, but is not limited to, threatening behavior, could be emotional or physical, verbal abuse, including yelling to the point people are afraid, shaming another or or a subordinate for mistakes, using and abusing positional power, humiliating another person, making false claims or fake evaluations against another, and imploring intimidation or fear tactics. To be clear, humans are perfectly imperfect. We can all have an occasional day when we are not at our best and we can hurt other people through our words or actions. As a good human, you understand when you've been a mess and even when it's hard, you step up and take responsibility for your actions. Bullying is not an occasional bad day. It is the persistence of toxic, hurtful behavior. Bullies are present in a lot of places. You probably first encountered them on the playground or in your neighborhood as a child. Now the bully may work alongside you as a peer or on an adjacent team. They might hold perceived status like like a customer or client. They may also be sitting in places of positional power like your boss or key leadership team member. You might even be the bully. And no one likes to deal with the toxic behavior so it reigns unchecked, and in some cases, even reinforced. Too often, bad behavior is ignored because the people displaying it may be driving desirable business outcomes. The powers that be turn a blind eye, and they even ignore the toxicity in return for profits. Characteristics that can be experienced as toxic are often justified because they are desirable business drivers. Competitive, aggressive, fearless, commanding. These are some of the words that we use. Focus is placed narrowly on the profits produced while the impact of the toxic behavior is ignored. Too often, 
The toxic behavior is rewarded based on what was delivered, not how it was achieved. A reward for winning at any cost. Reinforcing bad behavior are incentives, compensation, performance bonuses, and promotions. When well-intended others see bad behavior rewarded, even encouraged, they may start to emulate it. Not because they are bad people, because the culture is signaling that this is what gets rewarded. Bad behavior goes unreported because employees are apathetic, that meaningful change will happen, or fear retaliation for speaking up. Toxic behavior infects your workplace culture. It stifles who can and how they participate, limiting the voices that contribute to solving problems and offering new ideas. It devalues healthy behavior such as inclusivity and diversity, instead promoting apathy, disengagement, and turnover. Good, smart people do not want to deal with the impact of toxic behavior. When they reach a tipping point, they take their skills and their talents and move on to another company, often in the hopes that they will be able to contribute what they have to offer in a place that makes working together less challenging. And dealing with difficult people is at the heart of what stalls workplace productivity. How big a deal is this really? Well, in April 2017, the Workplace Bullying Institute, yep, there's one called that, (laughs) but they studied the prevalence of abusive behaviors in the workplace, and they asked American workers this question. At work, what has been your personal experience with the following types of repeated mistreatment? Abusive contract conduct that is threatening, intimidating, humiliating, work sabotage, or verbal abuse. Their findings indicate abusive behaviors in the workplace are at an epidemic level. 30 million American workers have been or are now being bullied at work. That's one in five American workers that are victims. Another 30 million have witnessed bullying behaviors in the workplace one in five American workers. 63% of all respondents are aware that workplace bullying happens and only 0.3% admit to being a perpetrator of abusive power or abusive behavior. So what do we actually know about bullies other than their behavior is toxic? Ditch the label is an amazing group who believes in a world that is fair, equal, and free from all types of bullying. Their mission is to combat bullying by tackling the root issues and to support young people aged 12 to 25 who are impacted. They did extensive research with people who admitted bullying others and found some important themes. So one theme was stress and trauma. Those who bully are very likely to have experienced a stressful or traumatic situation in the past five years. And those who bully are likely to to come from violent households where they experienced a lot of arguments and hostility. They found that some people do not know how to positively respond to stress and default to bullying others as a coping mechanism. Another theme, aggressive behaviors. 66% of the people who admitted to bullying were male. These are not traits males are born with. Rather, Aggressive behaviors becomes a way of suppressing emotions and coping with issues that affect them, actively taught by society using dysfunctional gender norms and roles. And another theme, 
low self-esteem. Family dynamics tend to be rocky, and those who bully often have feelings of rejection from the very people who should love them unconditionally. To mask how they actually feel about themselves, people who bully redirect attention onto someone else. They try to avoid any negative attention directed at them by deflecting it towards others. So we offer these research outcomes not as excuses, but as a place of understanding, perhaps even compassion. Underneath the facade of a bully is a human being with a deep sense of insecurity. Bullying behaviors mask either a deep sense of superiority or most commonly a deep sense of inferiority. Believe it or not, bullying is a way to protect themselves. The research article, Why Do People Bully?, states those who bully others are looking to gain a feeling of power, purpose, and control over you. The easiest way of doing this is to focus on some, something that is unique about you, either preying on or creating a new insecurity with an intent to hurt you either physically or emotionally. What happens is we, as the people experiencing bullying, start to internalize it and we become self-critical. When you experience bullying behavior, it is not a one-off. You are being targeted. It begins to ebb at your confidence and may affect you physically or psychologically. You may begin to feel depressed, dread going to work, avoid meetings. Your performance is impacted. So what can you do? Number one, get clear on what you want to be different. What outcome do you want to create? At one point in my career, I was being publicly, publicly humiliated by a colleague who I was collaborating with on a new business pitch. And I remember going to HR and asking what I could do. And my HR business partner asked her, well, what do you want differently out of your interactions with this man? And I basically said, I don't want this man ever to talk to me or anyone else in public like this again. He was so belittling. I want to make sure that nobody else experienced this. And there it was. Once I knew that, you know, I knew what the difference was going to look like. Two, set a clear boundary. We're training people how to treat us all the time. If we say nothing, we are in fact condoning the behavior. And if this behavior continues and you do nothing, what is the cost to you, to others? A boundary sets forth what really matters to you, a place to claim values that are important to you. They can also imply the natural and logical consequences for not complying with the request being made. In my example, it was how I was willing to be spoken to and the legal implications he would, say, he would face if he ever harassed me in this manner again. When setting a boundary, you need to be specific about the lines you are drawing. This is courageous work. You're taking a stand that, need, that your needs are important. Three, safety is number one. Standing up for yourself can be scary. Just like in my scenario, identify and engage the right people who will help you and support you so that you are physically and psychologically safe when the confrontation takes place. In most companies, HR should be of support and or your manager. It really depends on who is the perpetrator. You need to feel safe when you approach this situation. And if you don't, pause until you have the right people and the plan to back you up. And preparation is going to be key here. Think about what, how, and when you will confront this person. Get clear on 
what needs to be different. It is not a question. It's not up for question or up for negotiation. Two, how do you begin and set and set the stage for the conversation will make a difference, as will your tone. The more you can avoid letting your reactive emotion drive the conversation, the better off you're going to be. Let indignation, fury, and anger fuel your courage, not your tone. So speak from your point of need. Be clear about your boundaries and what needs to be different. Avoid judgment, blame, or shame. Be the better human. Three, when will you have this conversation? Make sure you are both able to be able to be fully present in the conversation. Offer up a different time if needed. And four, where will this conversation take place? Think about where you feel safe and also where they will feel safe. Meet them. This idea of meeting them is about your approach. The bravado of a bully is, com- is compensating for some pain or frailty that they are protecting. So when you confront them, it's time to bolster your own bravado, perhaps for the same reason. They think they can talk to you in the way that they do. Well, guess what? You get to talk to them from this new place of confidence and self-worth. Whatever the genesis of pain that resulted in the bullying behavior, they probably didn't deserve to be treated that way. And the same holds for true for you. Puff yourself up and stand in your truth. This is just a start. Have compassion for their pain and know their pain does not need to become yours. Know that you deserve to be treated differently and gain clarity around what that can be. Let others have your back. Practice, prepare, and act. An additional resource, how to work with difficult people, four skills you need today. It can be found on our website. And you know, when they say no to to toxic behavior, you are bringing humanity to the workplace and we're rooting for you. Thanks for joining us for our latest podcast, Exposing the Toxic Behavior of Bullying. You can read this article on our website, humanityworks.com, or sign up to get these podcasts delivered to your inbox. And join us next time when we'll talk about how to lead with a brave heart.